We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll get back to today's episode here in a second. But first, this is Ethan Skolnick to tell you about another great party we're having in the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our first one for a Dolphins preseason game at Texas Roadhouse in Miramar was a huge hit. This time, we're going to be celebrating the Hurricanes as they play LSU September 2nd. That's a Sunday before Labor Day. So no school, no work the next day. Starting at about 7 o'clock, we'll be at Uncle Al's Cafe in Sunrise. That's the new Uncle Al's Cafe. It's over on Sunrise and Knob Hill in the Doris Italian Market Shopping Center. We've got a ton of giveaways. We've got food specials, drink specials. We're even going to be giving away a 50-inch television. So come hang out with the hosts of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Drink, eat, and hopefully watch the Canes beat LSU. And now, back to the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Rafael Navas. And with me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. Hello, everybody. We have our Heat Twitter president, Alf. What up? And we have a professional screw-up and reporter now, Alex Toledo. What's going on? Woohoo! Alex, Alex and I are credentialed. We're credible media. We're out here doing the hard-hitting stories, like asking Bam about poetry and looking into Pat Riley's beautiful eyes, which we will get into a second. All of this made possible by the Five Reasons Sports Network, started by Ethan Skolnick and Chris Whittingham, giving you all sports in Miami, culture, lifestyle. Check out all their podcasts from Five Reasons to the Cinco Razones podcast that I was just on, so check them out. It was a, it's a Spanish podcast that talked about the heat, heat culture, and anime, all in Spanish, so check me out over there. Uh, three yards per carry, the fish tank, all their stuff. Check us out at Five Reasons Sports. Spell out Ryan. What happened? 
The war on I, I four. Podcast now. What what is the war on I four? We're doing something called the war. On, I have no idea what I four is. <laughs> For our patron subscribers, you can listen to me, Jeremy Tache, Tito Branch, and Josh Appel talk about UCF and USF football. That sounds horrible. That's, I have no interest. It's the in war on I four. I four is how you say Tito's last Tampa. name, is it? Yeah, I don't think you're saying Tito's last name. No, why do you got to call him out? Tito. <laughs> fake hispanic uh yeah. also we, we have some patreon content for this week uh my encounter with the ukrainian woman uh that ended very peculiarly uh check that out on the patron it's very funny uh alf makes relentless fun of me so does alex so check that out on the patron and all the other stuff we have on going there so <clears throat> want to start the show with pat riley um because i it was actually really cool i got the opportunity to go meet him to talk with him in a media scrum um, I guess there's layers to how this is funny. So I guess if you're a longtime listener of the show or you follow me or the show on Twitter, um, I think my feelings on Ira Winderman have been kind of public. Yeah, pretty right? much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been very hard on Ira. And this is an odd place to start and not Pat Riley, but I just think the story is <laughs> By so making funny. it more public? By making it more public. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Because I, I do want to say like, I'm there. And I'm texting Ethan. I go, oh, there's uh, there's Ira. Like, should I introduce myself? He's Ethan's like, yeah, Ira's my friend. You know, go say hi. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, cool. So I, I go. I'm a little I'm a little nervous because I've, I've been a little mean to Ira on Twitter, and um, you know, I feel like I've been muted. Uh, I'm not sure though. So I go up to Ira and I was like, hi, Ira, how are you? I'm Giancarlo Navas with Five Reasons. You know, Ethan's network and Heatbeat. Oh yeah, Heatbeat. Ah, I've seen your tweets. I've seen your tweets. That could mean a lot of things. I was very nervous about that. Like, that could be all the mean <laughs> tweets. That could be the heat beat tweets. That could be the content. That could be a lot of things. He's and not talking Ira, about your private account. Like, he does not know your private account. I hope not. Because see, that, would, that, that was my first reaction when you said that. It, it sounded like he wasn't talking about your private account. But now that I think about it, now that I'm going, digging deep in these layers, what if that's just, that's just like 25 years hardened vet passive aggression right there? Dude, I was like, I was shook. And he was so, he's like, if you ever need anything, you know, let me know. You're going to be out here for the season. I go, that's the plan. So Ira, Ira was very nice to me and uh, I felt horrible. And uh, I was Can I read some of your tweets? Sure. Let's do this. Fine, why not? And this is a public apology to one Ira Wenderman who's been very, very nice. And Ira, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a jerk. And, and he, I'm not a good person. We stole his Twitter name. Well, he yeah, he stole our Twitter name, but you know. no, he had it first. <laughs> okay, Ira Heat but... Beat. Now we're Maya Heat Beat. Like honestly, he really should hate us. <laughs> we're we're trademarked. So, well, you had Ira. What you got, Brian? Yeah, I'm not sure why you still have these up, but um, <laughs> the first one is few people as deserving a success as Amando Sagaro. Ira's there with him, with their own peers, don't even like and respect them. Ira, I'm your peer now. I like and respect you. I'm sorry. I I apologize, Ira Winderman of the Sunset No. Next one. Ira also said a ton of secondary audio sources. Hashtag. Okay, but the secondary. I mean, oh my god, it's not unfair. Ira, I'm sorry. I've been very mean to you since the Chris Bosch secondary audio fiasco that happened, and I know Ira, you're going through some stuff today. I just want to let you know that I'm sorry. And that we're friends now. And um, I can't wait to see you at practice. And uh, how cryptic. I got, I got more. 
This one's you this got, one's probably my favorite. One so far. Yes, oh, I have okay. more. Okay. Got like ten more. All right. So he quote tweeted a, a tweet from Ira Winterman. He went Heat zero for eight on three pointers. You responded Ira zero to infinity on good articles. <laughs> <laughs> How many retweets did that get? Uh, you got two responses. Damn! I thought that's a good tweet. Is you that not a good tweet? Is that a good tweet, Alf? I don't. My my thing is breaking up. I feel. Oh my god! I was like, Alf doesn't look amused. Alf's Alf's not working. Yeah, I can't bear. I can bear. I don't know what's going on. You responded okay. to a listener saying, "Tell him to learn basketball better, to stop stealing takes, and to stop making up reports. He deserves criticism because he is in a coveted position that so many people deserve over him." Yikes! I should, wow, I probably, dude. I should. I should probably. I should probably delete these. It's pretty bad. I was so disappointed. All right, no, one, like, last one. one last one. One last one. Okay, one last one. One last one. All right. You responded to Ira, who posted his story about Hassan Whiteside ranking among NBA centers. You responded, Ira, do you watch the NBA or only hear second, secondary audio about it? How do <laughs> I mean, people like, like you get these jobs? What are oh newspapers? Oh my God, dude. Jesus, why couldn't I stop at the joke? <laughs> what are newspapers doing? Well, what are newspapers doing? Why? Why couldn't I stop at the joke, man? Oh my god, Ira, I'm sorry, Ira. I want to be friends. I'm extending you the olive branch. Well, you extended me the olive branch. I'm not really extending. You. I'm sorry. You're, I, you're just like Donald Trump, man. Like you criticize a hell out of people unless they they say something nice about you, and then boom, now you're the biggest fucking fan in the world. I feel so bad. But you know, there's always a tweet. But there's always a tweet, right, Alex? <laughs> boom, exactly what you just said. There's always a tweet of you being a dickhead to Ira Winderman. Wait till you meet Greg Cody. Oh, <laughs> or, or Tyler. Wait till um, you, yeah. Wait till you meet Greg Cody or Tyler Johnson. See, you're when a keyboard, I cover, keyboard, keyboard warrior, bro. Keyboard warrior. If uh, when I when I when I'm covering Tyler in practice, I need somebody in the media to take a picture of me talking to Tyler. We need these memes. Like we need yeah, these memes. Hey, your question. Do you like anime? Huh? Do you like anime? Should I ask Tyler that question? <laughs> it's not gonna get better than that. It won't get not, not my thing. Brass, that's what I thought. Um, okay, so switching gears back to Pat Riley <clears throat> after my apology to Ira Winterman. So I thought the biggest thing from the Pat uh, media availability that day at uh he did like a thing at Baptist Health, like they opened um a new orthopedic or um like hospital. And the the thing the thing that really stuck out to me was Ira straight up asked Riley, like, "Hey, are, are you giving Wade the mid level, the taxpayer mid level exception?" And Riley didn't say no, or Riley didn't say yeah, of course. Riley said, "This isn't about negotiations. This isn't about dollars. This isn't about a mid level exception." Which to me, like, dude, Alf, I have no like, why the why the hell would you say that? Like, because maybe it's not. Maybe it's about. Uh, minutes and maybe it's more about just maybe what the the whatever offer they put out to Wade, he's fine with the money, he's fine with the years, he's fine with whatever. But and, and either it's a that Wade just does not know if he wants to play another NBA season, or it's b he just um he doesn't know what his role is going to be and he's not happy about it. I hadn't considered the role, um the role aspect of this because like, I don't know. I, I guess we all kind of assumed it was money, not role. Um, but I mean, how can it be money? Like there's really, 
it's either five point three million or whatever it is, or two point something. Like the money is like there's like a three million dollar difference between the vet minimum and well and the the, the mid level, right? It's in the luxury tax for the heat. The heat would pay sixty million dollars in luxury tax. I don't the, think it's about I don't think it's about money. I think it's either way Dwayne really doesn't know if he wants to play next year or he's just not happy with the fact that um He's got Dion. He's competing with Dion Waiters and Tyler Johnson, and possibly Josh Richardson for his position. I mean, but if if that's so, I mean, Riley's not dumb. Riley knows by him saying that that's going to be a story. Riley could have said, you know, uh, we're comfortable offering Dwayne with whatever he wants. But I think when he says it's not about the money, isn't that exactly what he's saying? Like, I like he's saying, listen, I, this is not about whether we're giving him the mid level or not. This is about whether Dwayne wants to come back or not. I just, that's how I read it. I don't I don't read it as some kind of shot across the bow with Dwayne. Like, Dwayne, why are you making this about money when it shouldn't be? Alex? I mean, the thing is, I kind of don't believe that they don't care about the luxury tax because I feel like they're already in such a weird spot because they're, they're likely going to be luxury taxpayers with a team that's first, second round ceiling. So it's like this is such a sizable difference just between him taking the mid-level or him taking the better minimum. I feel like they would definitely rather have him at the better minimum. I don't know if that's actually the problem, but I feel like that's definitely a priority for them. That's going to make it even harder for them to get out of. Then let me ask a question because Wayne Ellington put them into the luxury tax. If you give them the really choice, cheaply though, if you that's give them the, the if you give them the choice, do you want Wayne Ellington or do you want Dwayne Wade? Who do you think they pick? I don't think they're thinking about it by choice. I know, but I I'm think not, they're trying to be I, creative. I, I, I know, but that's kind of if I'll say if what okay, it's it could be two things. If it could be what I was saying about role, or it could be what I'm saying about money, that would fit both those things because Wayne Ellington takes a role away from Dwayne. That's another guard in the rotation. He's also gonna make more money than Wayne, and the, and he's also gonna make more money. Than Wayne. <laughs> that's, yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. At this point, it can't be about money anymore. It really can. I mean, I know, I know you guys are saying there is, there's an issue with the luxury tax, but it feels like every year we all worry about this fucking luxury tax, and then somehow we, around the, the time they got out of it, yeah, around the trade deadline, they just, they, I don't know, they, they work some deal with the devil, and somehow now they're not <laughs> in the tax anymore, Who and all of a sudden we have Joe Johnson, some shit like that. Huh? Yeah, shit like you know, or for Beto Udrich take some weird fucking pay cut. And all of a sudden, there's no tax, and his and somehow his house is paid for on South Beach. But anyway, <laughs> somehow Bano disappears very happily and very, oddly quietly. Why are you so many no, not even not even quietly, like liking everything on Twitter that the Heat put out. Like he's <laughs> so... biggest Heat fan ever. After the <laughs> he cut his ass. Does anybody else have a still about? Yeah, yeah, like this. Yeah, Alpha's having technical difficulties. Just showing he's frozen. <laughs> I'm, gonna take a I'm, gonna this. I'm gonna tweet this out. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah, it left. It left. Oh, oh man, I was getting, I was getting the the Mac screenshot tool ready. <laughs> I got the, uh, I got the Alex Toledo connection today. Yeah, professional screw up, Alf. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I hadn't thought of it in in the in the sense of role, but that could be. Well, it was kind of strange how like how positive he was saying that Haslam's going to be back. Like he was he's basically placing it on a gut feeling. 
No, his tone, like... like, And then, like, in your story that you wrote, you said the juxtaposition of, like, the way he reacted, his tone, everything about... Palpable. About Haslam. Adjective. Palpable. Ooh, I like that word. It's an SAT word. Brian hated my story for the audience. Brian said my story sucked. I didn't say shit about your story besides (laughs) that I liked it and I posted it. Unlike Jax, I didn't post Jax's story. Trying to silence the man. (laughs) We've had internal conflict that he beat on what gets published and what doesn't. Um, I'm only no, trying to keep our credentials alive. Yeah, we're trying to keep. Yeah, um, we're no, sellouts. Honestly, like the Udana stuff, like he perked up. Like when they when he started talking about UD, he's like, no, 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 like, oh, we, like, I, I feel like we got this. Like he, he, like was totally different. He was a different person with Dwayne. It was a lot of you know the head shake. Ah, you know we got to see Labor Day. You know, okay. I haven't talked to him. Amalfi, blah blah blah. Amalfi, blah blah blah. I mean, that's that's all conversation with Pat Riley goes. He starts talking about Amalfi, and you know, I don't know if this is regular speculation, but I feel like he's a lot more sure about UD returning because he knows UD is not angling for the mid level and fourteen extra, <laughs> fourteen million extra. Yeah, we all we, UD is going to sit at the end of that bench. He's going to clap. He's going to be eighteenth um, assistant coach, like. UD, nah, man, UD is going to China to get some playing time. UD's going to be happy in that role, man. Like, I don't think UD's happy in that role. I mean, not happy, but UD's going to take it. Guys, I'm here to present you with our newest partner, BetDSI. The NFL and NCAA football season are upon us, and it's time to take that pigskin knowledge to the bank at BetDSI.com. BetDSI is celebrating 20 years online by building an impeccable reputation for great service and fast payment of your winnings. BetDSI has an excellent mobile interface so that you can play, win, and get paid anytime, anywhere. To help you get started with some extra bang for your buck, BetDSI is offering Miami Heat Beat listeners double your money on your first deposit using promo code HEAT101. That's right. Deposits start winning and get up to $2,500 free. That's double your money right from the get-go. When it comes to football, BetDSI has every wager you can ever want or imagine. If it's happening, BetDSI will put a line on it. Bet on the NFL, NCAA football, MLB, NBA, UFC, esports, and all other global sports. You can even bet on politics, celebrities, and reality shows for that matter. I wonder if I can bet on Survivor. That'd be interesting. You can also bet on live games while they're playing with BetDSI's live betting. Don't stand on the sidelines this season. Be in it to win it and enjoy the games that much more when you play at BetDSI. Remember, that's promo code HEAT101 to get in on the action and get paid. Alex, well, you talked to UD. Alex Alex went to go meet Udonis Haslam. Got a one-on-one. He beat one-on-one with Udonis Haslam. Check out our one-on-one with UD, Pat Riley. Well, Pat Riley wasn't a one-on-one, but it was a story. Uh, And Bam Adebayo, who Alex also got a one-on-one with. On HeatBeatMiami.com. Check that out. All three of them. Nikias also has a piece talking about the heat rotation. That's really, really good. It's a lot of informative stuff there. Alex, UD, how'd that go? I mean, it was a crazy atmosphere, man. He was opening up a new Einstein's Bagels uh, by the new Brightline uh, train station in downtown Miami. So it was it was like a big handshake event, a lot of guys in suits. So naturally, I didn't belong. So <laughs> what were you wearing? <laughs> I was in a casual button down, some <laughs> jeans, you know. Yo, the same thing happened to me, dude. When I went to the Riley event, I walk in and I, I'm, I'm like, and I, I fret about what I'm gonna wear to everything. Like, I even like to go to my friend's house, like my neighbor. I'm like, 
Should I wear shorts? Should I wear like what if somebody comes? Should I wear pants? How what shoes should I wear? Can I go in Crocs? Like I overthink everything. See, it's the opposite with me. I usually overthink things, but when it comes to that, I don't fret enough, and then I end up looking like the little guy, the little kid who doesn't know what he's doing. But I think we should just embrace it and make it our brand. No, we we'll always know who we are. But you know how bad it feels to go overdressed? Like, if you go overdressed to something and you're the only, like, jerk in the long sleeve shirt and slacks and, like, nice shoes and you, you look like an asshole. No, you can always underdress. You just you just wear it casually. You roll up your sleeves. You you unbutton instead of tucking into your shirt. And then maybe, maybe instead no, but of then I feel like one I look, extra I feel knot, like I look, you just go down to three extra knots. I'm wearing, car- like I'm wearing cargo shorts to everything. <laughs> it's become Yo, my, Alf has some market cornered on it's become my brand on somehow that's become my brand on Twitter. What a brand. Yo, Alf's out here with cargo. No, cargo dude. shorts. Put it on the ball. Yeah, Yo, I got cargo shorts. Alice got jorts. <laughs> I wore a, I wore skinny jeans and a short sleeve button down from Zara, and I felt grossly underdressed. Um, not the reporters; they don't care. Although Tim Reynolds wore a long sleeve to outdo me, of course. But uh, okay, Alex, continue. Continue with your UD <laughs> ribbon cutting. Um, yeah, was a, he he was wearing the you know like a uniform shirt for the the business that he's partnered up with JFC and some jeans. He looks, he looks so. He good. was wearing an unseen, never before seen pair of uh, of some new of some new weights. So that was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was just trying not to fangirl the whole time and trying to ask strictly <laughs> non basketball questions. What was uh? I, well, I like the question you asked him about hip hop. The hip about what? <laughs> about what? Sorry. I'm watching. Up. Hold on, wait a second. Is that an <laughs> anime? Is that an anime character? No, no, no. I, I, okay. Bottom. As I'm doing this Bottom. show, fucking Pokemon. As I'm doing this show, I'm watching Federer Nishioka and Federer. Oh, God. Okay, an Alex, amazing. Shut up. Okay, but I, he Brian, just hit a shot and I got very surprised. We and need I a way a to shut off his mic. Anytime he talks about <laughs> tennis, anime, or uh, volleyball soccer. or women's soccer. What, what was the hip hop question that you this, asked? That is- I got a next best thing. No. I hate when we copy them. Our next brand of just stealing our stuff. <laughs> I hate when you sound like Cody. <laughs> and we're at a crossroads. Um, Alex, what did you ask UD about rap? I mean, I just started off with, uh, I told him, I asked him, look, I know you've been in some music videos uh, for Trick Daddy, Rick Ross. I'm like, uh, who do you support when it comes to artists? He started, he mentioned those guys. He mentioned DJ Khaled. He said, oh, all the local guys. And that's not really what I was asking. I was asking him, who does he like from guys that are relevant now, which is what I, what I really <laughs> wanted to know. And oh, he was, he was, he was very clear with his message. He's like, nah, 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 nah. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with any of the new school stuff. He just said that, uh, besides Kodak Black, who's a big time Florida rapper. I, UD would be the guy that doesn't like roll with this new sensitive age. Rapper. Wait, he doesn't like oh, Post Malone? <laughs> Could you imagine if you said I like Post Malone or Takeshi Six Nine? Isn't that what his name is? Takeshi Nagasaki. Does a Japanese rapper? Idiot, man. I'm Nagasaki? so glad. No, I don't know what he is. Is he? I don't know. Um, he's a I, he looks like a clown, and I'm not joking. What? Yeah, he's also he's a pedophile. Alleged- no, he, I allege my ass. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just so happy UD has the same hip hop sensibilities that I have that we hate anything new. I bet UD wears cargo shorts. 
But I bet you don't listen to Kodak. <laughs> I do right, like no, Kodak. Tell me, tell, wait, tell me the best part about this interview because you have to get to the part where he talks about Fortnite. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I wanted to ask him about Fortnite because I know that it's like the biggest thing out right now. I know he has kids. What the hell is Fortnite? You don't know what Fortnite is? I don't know. I know it's a game. I don't know what it is. I'm a, I'm a, like a really bad millennial. I have no right. idea what Fortnite is. That's insane. But anyways, to give a basic what? summary, it's a free game. So anybody can get it. Anybody with an online account can get it. And uh, people of all ages are completely addicted to it. It's it's literally like the, the biggest game in years. Like, is it a shooting game? Is it like I a... Mean, it's like an unrealistic, just kind of fun uh, shooting game. It has a lot to do with uh, building. It's it's a battle royale, so it's and it's like a hundred people, okay. and basically it's a big, big, big map that they're always changing. They're always adding new weapons, and it's a battle royale. And and the area where you can stay in the game uh, goes gets smaller as time goes on. So that's how the pressure ramps up. You get me. Everybody's addicted to yeah. it. And, and when I asked him about that, uh, he just mentioned that the only thing he knows about Fortnite is all the notifications that he gets on his phone from his card because all his kids keep spending money on gear in the game. And I thought that was hilarious because I know I have friends who do the same thing who just spend money on that. And a lot of people seem to do that. That's how Fortnite gets their money. Could you imagine UD is like, you know, UD loves like the weight room. He's ever hours, you know, checks his phone, 20 notifications on like, shit his kids buy he was saying 99 99 i'm like yo jesus christ whoa yeah how, how scared do you have to be when ud comes home as it is one of his kids he's like who the fuck been playing fortnite <laughs> everyone runs to their room yo, gone so shook. No, <laughs> maybe so he's that's maybe that's what he has in science he's angling for that mid-level so <laughs> maybe he needs the mid-level what does way need it for because he needs the money He's right, the money. Pat, I need How much more money does Wade need still? He's still never been kids. the highest paid player, right? Still. I mean, technically, and, he, yeah. and he won't be. Tyler Johnson will before See, we I hate, Wait, wait. I hate that. High, he's never been the highest paid player crap. I don't it's under, still funny, though. Who has, who has been paid more by the Heat than anybody else in their entire career? Like, the Heat have paid him more money than they've ever paid any when other player. Not to, not to, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but also, not to mention, he's always gotten the max that he no, could make I, up on 2014, right or wrong. No. From two, when when 2010, but that was because they all oh, shared. He, he what? He took what a little bit off of his like six million off of his total deal. Like compound, yeah, he took like, less for Haslam. Yeah, and he took less for somebody else. But he is always from 2003 to 2014. He has pretty much gotten max contracts from the Heat. Now it's not. I that. don't. I don't think his extension, his rookie extension, was a max. But he his rookie extension was a max. But technically, I mean, obviously, rookie extensions back then were under a different salary cap. So I think the max he made was probably ten million. And he took time. he took less years, so he could he could be um, him and uh, LeBron uh, and Bosch could all be out at the guy. same time. <laughs> that's that's the guy that, that what's his face? That guy. <laughs> that's, but that's why I don't like the whole Dwayne's never been the highest paid player. Like if. If if in 2006 they could have gave Dwayne fifty million dollars, they would have gave Dwayne fifty million dollars. In, in 2009, it was Jermaine O'Neal, right? Yeah, but it's just because they, they got it was from a trade. It's not like they gave Jermaine O'Neal that contract. Like the, the, the whole been the highest paid player is stupid. Wayne signed a three year, forty three point two million dollar deal in his rookie extension. Good for you, Dwayne. I thought you were about to break news. It was fourteen. No, of course. I'm like, what? Yeah, he signed a fourteen million dollar deal just now. With, since he have no cap space, I was in absolutely cap. staggered. The Tyler Johnson money. 
Did you guys see um Did you guys see that uh that Brittany Grimer Tyler Johnson story? I love how you just called her a Pokemon. Brittany Griner. Griner. <laughs> Brittany Grimer. Um <laughs> there was a there was a there was a fake there was a fake photoshop of like a quote that she had saying, you know, WNBA players should be get paid more. Like look at guys like Tyler Johnson making money, you know, and then um I guess that that got viral. And she responded to it on her Instagram and she goes, I don't even know who Tyler Johnson is, which was like the funniest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Poor Tyler, man. No, dude. How does Tyler experience that? Tyler gets his straight shots. Tyler experiences that uh, in a bed full of money. And no, but dude, they're clowning him, right? Like that group, like Udonis is texting him like these jokes. If he even knows how to screenshot. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think he knows who Brittany Griner is. So I think he's go I Tyler think Johnson. Yeah, he probably does. Too, too many concussions. Wait, who's uh? Jesus, who's taller, Brittany Griner or Tyler Johnson? The hockey player Rob- has too many concussions. I don't think t- Tyler actually has concussions. Probably Tyler's always hurt, dude. I, dude. Every time I look up, Tyler Johnson's on the ground. I'm 99 percent sure Griner's taller than him by like four inches. Every time you get your tooth knocked out, you pretty much have a concussion. I mean, like, it's like, dude, that guy. Wait, are those facts? No, I do. If you, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, when you get a tooth knocked out, you're pretty close to being concussed. Like she's, that shit. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Let's see, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is a six-four guard. She is indeed that's generous. Yeah, that's very generous. Six-four. I mean. That's, that's even more generous than calling D-Wade 6'4". I mean, I was going to say, like, Dwayne Wade is allegedly 6'4". I want to see, like, how tall they are next. Now I'm looking at pictures of Tyler Johnson and Dwayne Wade to see. Um, This is good podcast Tyler, material. No, this Tyler, is why they can't give us credentials. We're asking yo, too many questions. Dwayne, got, Tyler is slightly shorter than Dwayne. Let's listen to Gianni look up pictures of Dwayne Wade next to Tyler Johnson. There's not as many as you'd think, but uh, there's one that, that Tyler's hugging Dwayne, which gets your hands off of him, and uh, they're, about the, they're about the same size. Okay, Alex, you also talked to Bam. <laughs> yeah, that was a different situation. <laughs> I love how this podcast been is rubbing big. his temples the whole time. <laughs> Yo, Alpha's not... Listen, like, we try to have fun on this show. Like, I love doing this podcast because I'm doing a show with my friends. I'm talking about the sport I love with my friends. And it sucks when Alpha's been a grouch. I tried to do story time previously to this for the patron. Alpha's grouchy the whole time. Alpha hasn't smiled. Listen, I made your, your patron story, by the way, because it was pretty dry until I pointed spoiler out alert. the obvious. Yo, whoa. whoa I just said Yo, pointed out the obvious. I didn't say pointed something. out what I pointed out. That story was <laughs> a lot of things. Dry it was let not. Me tell you, let me tell you about why I'm cranky, all right? I was in Philly last weekend. I get home on Monday. Thursday, I was in Vegas. So in Vegas from Thursday to yesterday at like 11 a.m. I finally I got home on a red eye. I slept the entire day. I woke up back on a flight. Now I'm in Charlotte. Right. So you had a nice summer, man. I'm exhausted. You wonder why I'm gr- I'm cranky, huh? I'm dying, bro. It's fucking. <laughs> I'm too big for these airplanes. And you're a foot shorter than Chris Bosch. Then who? Mr. Bam. We've been, uh, we've been uh, disconjointed today. Disconjointed. All right. So, uh, yeah, the Heat, 
the Heat had a back-to-school event on Monday, and, you know, we were in an auditorium. I walked into an auditorium full of kids screaming, you know. Uh, there was a few Heat players there. They let me talk to one, and it was Bam Adebayo. Who were your options? <laughs> and they were, you know, they were, like, kind of rushing him. They were. They gave me a few minutes to speak to him. I tried getting in as many questions as I could. It was a different experience than the UD thing. Uh, UD, you know, UD was really good. He's really charismatic. But, um... But who were your choices to interview before he chose Bam? Because there was more than just Bam there. It was Bam, Duncan Robinson, it was uh, Rodney Magruder, and it was Yante Maton. Would it have been appropriate to ask Rodney, Rodney, are you familiar with hashtag free Rodney? There's no way he knows about that. That was what a glorious time in Heat Twitter where we're trying to beat the Sixers and like our answer is hashtag free Rodney. But yeah, man, uh, Bam was cool. He didn't really seem like he was trying to get into things. I'm pretty sure he was being... You know, hurried up a little bit and stuff, but I was just trying to ask him in, like things that he might be interested in, which is again I resorted back to Fortnite and music. <laughs> that's yo, that's, that's gonna be like your interview move. <laughs> Who else is asking about that? I want to see Ira ask about Fortnite. Ira has no idea. Ira, like I, did, has no idea what Fortnite is. Jake isn't playing Fortnite. Who? Oh, Winderman, <laughs> grinding Wendermans. Oh God, the show grinded to a halt. Alex has screwed the show. Has Alf doesn't feel well. I feel fine. I'm uh, just tired. Bam likes Katy Perry. What do he you think? Does? That's that's a thing that's been talked about before though, which is why I asked him as part of the music question, I asked him if he was still bumping Katy Perry. He says it's not it's not something he bumps to as much as he used to, but he's a Katy Perry fan. And before uh, he used to bump Whitney Houston pregame. Who gets hyped? That's not as Houston? funny as Katy Perry. Do we know his favorite Katy Perry song? Firework. Oh. I feel like that's a question oh, you should have asked. That you failed. No, I, I read it. I actually read it online, what, the song that he said. I can't remember what it was. I think it's Fireworks. I think, I think now we need to get Bam. To, our goal is going to get Bam on the show and to sing Katy Perry, and that's all I want. That's not going to happen, man. Ethan, Ethan, <laughs> I know you're listening, Ethan, and if you're not, <laughs> we it's probably better, but... <laughs> Let's get after after today's show. Let's get Bam on the show to sing Katy Perry. I want to sing Firework because it's my favorite Katy Perry song, and I only know three. I don't know a single Katy Perry song. You don't? That might... I don't know a single Kodak Black song. I don't know who Kodak Black is. I know Just one. Stop talking. I know yeah, one. Can you relate Kodak. to that song called "I Kissed a Girl"? I know that one. <laughs> oh, that's Katy Perry. I know a Katy Perry song. <laughs> she liked it. The chase of her cherry chapstick. Yeah, I don't know the words. Bump it like it's 2004 or five. How old is that song? Oof. I feel old. You know, I never feel older than when, like, I see a song. And I was like, oh, yeah, that song was always on the radio. And then I realized it was 10 years ago. Bro. And I was like, oh. don't even like, start. We're talking about getting old. I feel old, man. Let me tell you, like, you're talking about Fortnite and like I, I my friends are having kids. Like, I feel old, man. Yeah, I don't understand the Fortnite nonsense. I don't understand any. Of these, I don't understand any of these new games, man. Like, I look at people playing it; it's so confusing. And then, <laughs> I've never seen. I it. know what you're talking about because you're talking about the building. And yeah, where like, I don't know what's that. And then, like my kids, like they'll, my, especially my younger one, he'll just watch YouTube videos of other people playing fucking video games. Oh, I do that Yo. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, I, I ask my son, I'm like, you don't have that game, do you want it? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, you just want to watch other motherfuckers play? Like, that sounds... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that that is, sounds terrible. That's no. the wave. Do you know how rich these people are? Some yes. of the biggest streamers? Yeah, this guy's a millionaire because people watch him play Fortnite. 
What's How's it going, bros? My name is PewDiePie. <laughs> some, oh what's that guy's name? Ninja right. something? Yeah, Ninja. Why him? Said the N-word. Yeah, they're all racist. They're all yeah, racist. No, Pew- Brian's referencing PewDiePie, and I only Bro, know PewDiePie because he's a racist. That's <laughs> all racist. Like they're all racist. They're all degenerates. Like, like my like my son always wants to play on Xbox Live. I'm like, no, it's it's a cesspool. Like he's it's gonna called, he's gonna get called the N word a lot. Yeah, it's the worst people on earth. This fucking just N word this, N word that. It sounds like the I light can confirm. It sounds like light skin opinions. What? It's not the worst people in the world. It's the commoners who feel <laughs> who feel like they can do it when they're no, online. Gamers are listen. I don't want to alienate gamers who listen to this show, but gamers are the worst people. In the world. <laughs> a lot of those dudes are scum, dude. They just yo, they're so bad. A lot of Taco like, Bell and Mountain Dew, and like they just they they can't handle it, dude. I listen. I grew up in those circles. Like I was like a gamer. I, grew, I know what those people are like. Lay, I don't. I'm not about that anymore. Lay off the fucking Baja Blast for a minute, bro. You be okay. See, Alf, Alf has personal experience, man. He knows. He knows that that combo, that taco, that Taco Bell, Mountain Dew combo. Can that do. Taco Bell and Baja Blast, man. They get geeked off that shit and start calling me the N word. <laughs> don't get on Xbox Live. Kids are mean. I've, I'm looking at Fortnite footage. I don't get it. I don't get what's so appealing about this, dude. I, like my kids used to play uh, Minecraft. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what's the oh, point? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's just like I'm that. Like, what's the point? Not- like, what's the point of this game? Don't mix the two together. All right, Fortnite. It's- Fortnite is Minecraft with guns. That's what it looks like to me when I look at it. <laughs> oh. Tell me I'm lying. For, you're building shit. Like, all they said, oh, Minecraft is fun. We're getting older now. Let's add well, guns Fortnite to the is, situation. Boom. Fortnite is creative Hunger Games, basically, without the drama. Minecraft with guns. But you're not I, killing people in Minecraft. You're killing, like, ducks or whatever. Thank you. What you all they did was step it up because the kids got too old for Minecraft. So they said we have to add violence and gore to this shit. And you gotta look into it. You gotta see stupid, the, the same companies. That's stupid. You're right about that. They do. They, it's the same company that makes it. They probably are. <laughs> and then they have that fucking dance that they do. What is that thing? Oh, oh yeah. What God. is that? Why aren't they be board players not, doing that in the World Cup? It's not one dance though. That's the thing. It's a. It's. It's a lot of dances, and every single kid in the United States knows how to do it. Apparently, man. I like that. I Alex is our young people correspondent, and we <laughs> ask some questions about young people. Like I'm twenty five. How do I not know of any of this? Dude, I you, had to find value in myself somehow. Um, <laughs> dude, you don't. <laughs> he can relate to our actual heat players. You don't know. What, that's why we have to send you. That's why we have to send Alex. Yo, yeah, I can't go because I'm going to be talking to like Jay Riz and he's not going to be you know, like, no. Yo, yeah, I know he's not going to like anime. Gianni doesn't know what booking info means, so he can't. <laughs> so she seemed like a nice lady who wanted to spend time with me. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Check out the patron. Booking. Good content. Go. Seriously though, those dances are a thing. I was at summer Which league dances? during every uh, the the Fortnite dances, and like they come from other things too. Like it's like Vine references. It's very like young people shit. Yeah, and I was at summer league. Yeah, yeah. I was at summer league, and during every timeout break, they had like a dance cam. They were doing it every single time because they they knew that every single time the camera was gonna end up on a kid, he was just gonna go crazy. And, he, and they do all the different Vine, all the different uh, Fortnite dances, and it's insane. How, was, so how is this basically you're saying you're saying Nikaias was on it the on the TV the entire time doing Fortnite dances. Nikaias doesn't know the Fortnite dances. No, man. Oh, I believe okay. he does. He's one I of was us. with him. Do you know the Fortnite dances? No. Can you learn and do it? I'm I'm actually I'm I say that in in a way that kind of sounded condescending, but I'm actually mad that I don't know them. Do you play Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you know. 
I guess the video game stuff, the music stuff makes you feel old because like I used to really love music and like Young Jeezy used to be my favorite rapper. You see, I'm, not, I'm not so sure. I'm not, I kind of I'm still kind of questioning this claim of yours about hip hop. Young Jeezy, I love, the only I guy love you mid, listen, mid 2000s hip hop, like 2004 to 2007 and 8, like I'm about that life, dude. I can like say every Young Jeezy song, acapella. Like, so I, like you like plies? Yeah, yeah, it's good. The game, I used to love the game. <laughs> oh, the game's freestyles. Oh, yeah. I thought you would want to get in this conversation. I don't, I don't want to talk to Gianni about hip hop ever. <laughs> but now, <laughs> see, I'm going yeah, older. Right. Like now, when I listen, I mean, like I mostly listen to Japanese music. Uh, oh oh my god! I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just listen. The Revu Starlight OST came out, and like that has bangers. Cut off his fucking mic. Hey, this is Gary and Thorne, host of Fantasy on 5 on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Draft season is growing ever closer on the fantasy football calendar, and we are preparing you twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, for those big drafts. If you weren't listening to the show this week, here's what you missed. Jackson is is a complete bust. He's a fade. I wouldn't even think about him. He's one of those guys that I would only play in DFS and maybe take a flyer in a standard league if he continued to drop down the board come draft day. I want the upside and the young, fresh, talented Godwin who's got some hands. Again, check out Fantasy on 5 with myself and David Ganos every Tuesday and Thursday on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.